Hi, welcome to the Truth to Talent Isaac. Bonus podcast tonight, uh, NBA's top 100 players for the 2021 season. I uh, came out in the last few days and we decided to do a, a topic just on this. One of the things about sports that I love the most is you can always discuss it, you can always debate it with a stranger, with a family member, even an enemy. You can say LeBron, Michael Jordan, it's Michael Jordan. But you can always talk about the greatest point guards of all time. You can talk about uh, the greatest upsets. Uh, so lists are fun. Lists are one of the things that uh, we like most about sports. Um, and one of the things that we're getting the most feedback on is our all-time lists. So today's ESPN, uh, sorry, today's show, the ESPN Top 100 Players for the 2021 season. Isaac, you want to uh, hit the first uh, debatable uh, number? So basically what we, we have here, we each picked a few names that we think are maybe too high or too low. And we're just going to talk about them. We share some opinions. We've got a couple differences. So we each have a few names that we want to talk about. And my first kind of topic that I want to touch on, it's basically two names, Jimmy Butler and Jason Tatum. So if you don't know, uh, Jimmy came in at 12 and Tatum came in at 11. So if we just look at that at face value, I think most NBA fans think that Jimmy Butler is better than Jason Tatum. Dad? I agree. I'm a Tatum fan, but Jimmy is better than you know, the entire season. And listen, if you talk about recency bias, and we'll talk about AD later on, recency bias would show that Butler is debatable, top six, top seven. Mm-hmm. That's what I like to hear. Like last year, he was easily top ten with KD gone, Steph gone, guys like that. And this year, I still think he's top ten, but he's probably ten or maybe nine. And... The fact that he's not even in the top 10, but Jason Tatum is higher than him, I think it's a joke. Like, I think Tatum is a good player. He's got some potential. He's a good scorer right now. That's really all he has to his Again, game. we're not talking for the next decade. We're talking for the 2021 season. I guess, it, you know, 10 days of 2020, but the bulk of the season will be in 2021. And, and Tatum, he's good. He's got upside. In three years, he might be better than Jimmy. But right now, in the coming season, no way. So the fact that, A... Jimmy comes in at 12 behind uh, Tatum and even Jokic. Jokic came in at 10. Personally, I would take Jimmy over Jokic. And then if you want to talk about not even recency bias, just what happened recently. Jimmy, A, carried his team to the finals and B, took two games that he should not have uh, stolen. Game five, he pretty much did it himself. Game three and game five. They're the only team to take... Two games from the Lakers, and they lost Bam for most of the series and Goran Dragic for most of the series. So if you just look at what Jimmy did, I think he should be higher. And Tatum, unfortunately, just hasn't done much in his career yet. Uh, And and he's a good scorer, like I said. But really, that's it. He's on a a team that allows him to flourish with the amount of other weapons they have. He doesn't get picked on too much defensively because of some better uh, on-ball defenders that they have. So I think Tatum should be lower a bit, and I think Jimmy should be higher. Okay, it's a good take. Uh, my first name that I want to discuss is Lonzo Ball. I think I've mentioned him before. I don't understand the love with the Ball uh, brothers. They're not that good. Like They're solid NBA guys. And really, it's amazing that you get uh, brothers to play in the NBA together. But Lonzo at 54 is crazy. Uh, Tyler Hero, Bogdan, Blake Griffin... Those are guys that I think are a lot more valuable than Lonzo Ball going into this year. Again, Lonzo does not shoot. Can he score a little bit? Yeah. Does he get some boards? 
Yeah, but understand that's some of New Orleans plays that system where they want the ball in Lonzo's hand, so they're going to box the guys. So just like Russell used to steal rebounds everywhere. From Capella. Uh, yeah, from Capella. Uh, Lonzo gets lots of boards. That pads his stats a little bit, and he pushes it up. And he's got some shooters and obviously uh, Zion who can finish with. So I think uh, Lonzo Ball is way overrated, probably 20 points higher than he should be. Now, um, if you just look at the fact that th- there's three brothers in the NBA from the Ball family, it's pretty cool. LeVar Ball gets criticized a lot. This is their father. You mix him up. LeVar is the father. Yeah. He's a smart dude. He's a smart dude. He's a businessman. He's an entrepreneur. The fact that he was able to, A, market his kids to where they are and, and actually have three kids in the NBA is pretty cool. So I think LeVar gets a little hated on. He says dumb things 100%, but, like, it's intentional. Yeah, listen, it's a good point. Like, I think I'm a pretty smart dude. I've got a daughter at the University of Guelph, and I've got a son who's right here. Who knows where he's going to go next year, but I don't think anybody's going to the NBA. In fact, I think college eligibility will probably take a while to get used up. Mm-hmm. I don't think Michigan will, will take us in yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who do you got? So this was, I think this player was too high. A lot of people agree with this. It's Zion. Now, we love watching Sorry, a lot Zion. of people agree that Zion that is, is rated too high. high. Okay. Yep. Uh, everybody likes Zion. Like, he's not a disliked player, even coming from Duke. Everybody likes Zion. But 19 You liked it when he was in grade 10. Yeah, well, uh, Instagram highlights. You, you don't really know those, like mixtapes, no. the and one mixtapes. No. Uh, but Zion, super fun to watch, but 19 is super high. Like, that's all NBA talent, 19. Top 20, ahead of a, a guy like Paul George, I think is absurd. I think Zion has a lot to prove. He needs to play uh, 30 games in a season. And needs to play... 30 uh, minutes in a game. 30 minutes in a game. He didn't yeah. last year. Like, he averaged under 30. And he played, you know, a third of the season or so. A little more than that. So He's not supposed to be on a minutes restriction this that's year. That's what they're but saying. We'll, we'll see. So I think that Zion needs to prove a little more before he can be this high. He can't shoot. Like, I know last year's three-point percentage is pretty high. But if Small you just... Small sample size. Guard, they guard him like they guard Ben Simmons. Yeah. Not that extreme, but pretty similar. Yeah, and he's not a very good rebounder. Mm-mm, bad rebounder, exactly. He's a so. decent rebounder in college, so he may translate to be a good rebounder college. in the NBA, but not yet. So Zion at 19, we love him. He's got a lot of room to grow, but 19 is way too high. Paul okay. George is better. Uh, so the biggest uh, jump uh, with this list from uh, 2020 to 2021 is uh, Bam Adebayo. 13. I think he jumped something like 70 points. Uh, I think very well-deserved. Huge impact on both ends of the court. You know, some folks said it's too high, uh, but the truth is Bam is exactly where he should be. Way to go, Bam. Good for you. I kind of disagree. I watched a lot of Heat basketball last year. I love Bam. I love watching him play. But one spot below Jimmy I don't think is accurate. Like, if you just look at, look at comparison. If Jimmy's 12, where's Bam? Bam is 13. I think there needs to be some separation. Uh, again, Jimmy's aging, and he's getting older, and Bam is just getting better. Jimmy bias. A little bit. But even not that, like, if you look at who he's ahead of, Joel Embiid. Yeah, you're, you're a bigger Embiid fan than I am. And Embiid is a lot better than Bam right now. Yep. A lot better. Uh, so I, I think that not, or, uh, 13 for Bam is a bit too much, but... You know, good for him that he got his a he got his max contract, yep. and then b got this got placed this high. Okay, uh, what name do you have next? Uh, I'm gonna go Chris Tabs Porzingis now. I've got his Knicks jersey. That's a youth large hanging behind me from a few years back. Porzingis came in at 41. I think that's 
criminally low. I think he should be a lot higher than 41, partially because he was the second best player on one of the best offenses in NBA history, statistically speaking, in terms of efficiency. Dallas Mavericks' offense last year was excellent, one of the best all time. And Porzingis played a big part in that, the fact that the second he steps in from half, you have to guard him because he has that range. He's a great finisher around the rim, especially on alley-oops, good rim protector on defense, three-level scorer. I think 41 coming in behind a guy like Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who we, again, both like, but that's really high. The fact that Shea is above Porzingis, Malcolm Brogdon is higher than Porzingis. I just don't think 41 makes any sense for, for Chris Epps. Yeah, and the one name that jumps out at me that for sure the unicorn should be higher, and sorry, Paul Morrell, Marcus Smart is not that good. He's a solid defensive player, but he's like he's a borderline starter on uh, on the Boston Celtics. So uh, I agree. I think the unicorn should be a little bit higher. All right, what do you got? Uh, I get Anthony Davis. Uh, I think he's too high at number two. Listen, great all-around player, good offense, good defense, uh, but way too much recency bias. I think uh, going into the bubble, what would he have been ranked? Six. Seven. Maybe seven. Like it's tough. Like if you look, who would be above him? Let's count him out. Uh, well, who should be above him right now? I pre-bubble, think. pre-bubble. Uh, pre-bubble. Well, Giannis, mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard, Steph Curry. LeBron. Uh, LeBron, yeah. So I, I think easily, uh, I mean, I don't like Harden. I don't think he should be there. But I would, I would have put Anthony at probably number five. Uh, I think he just got a little too much love for, uh, for his run recently. I get why he's there. Like, I really do, especially with all the criticism that Giannis is getting, how he can't play in the playoffs. And a lot of people, like AD and Giannis, are similar, but it's a question of who's better, Giannis or AD. And Yeah, you put Giannis with LeBron, they're going to beat every team by 40. Yeah, yeah, I guess. And he's, it's tough to put the second option on a team as the second best player in basketball. Yeah. And honestly, if you want to look at legacy LeBron's legacy in X amount of years when he's done, people are going to go back to saying he had the second best player in basketball. Michael never had that. No matter how good Scotty was, he was never the second best player in basketball. Yep. Sure. So I, I think that legacy, like it's going to be interesting how, how good is AD going to be the next couple of years while he's with LeBron? How many rings can they get? Is he going to steal any finals MVPs? And like so, AD's so going where to would you put up. AD on, uh, this, on this list? Like currently? Yep. Um, I would put I'd put LeBron, Giannis, Kawhi, Luca, Steph ahead of him. I think KD. It's too tough to say. Okay, but it, either way, he's, yeah. you know, somewhere in the six seven range. Yeah, you need to see. A, I need a week of KD to know if he's going to be close to what he was before. Right. Who do you got next? Uh, this is an interesting one that I don't like. Not a lot of people are talking about it, but Dame Lillard at seven. I think that's too high, hmm. and. Seven is pretty high, but they have Dame ahead of Steph Curry. I think kind of people forgot how good. I disagree good. with that. You disagree with? Oh, Curry should be ahead of Dame. If, I, I like Dame a lot, but Curry's better. I don't love Dame. I just, he's a good scorer and doesn't play any defense. Yeah, and I like play good scorers defense. that play defense. Um, and listen, Dame hits big shots. Curry's hit bigger shots. I think people forget how awesome Curry was. Like, he's, it's not like he's 40. He's a little older. But he's still got a lot of time left. I think he's Dark Horse MVP candidate this year because if the Warriors can get 
a Midwest seed, he's going to put up ridiculous numbers. You know yeah. that, especially without Clay. Oh, and they're going to run a gun. They got athletes. They're going to run a gun for sure. And James Wiseman's going to get a lot of O boards, I think, if Steph ever misses. Just get it right back to Steph. Yep. So I think Dane, seven, too much hype, uh, a lot of bubble bias there. Yep, he played I agree. well in the bubble, but yep. that's about it. Uh, so DeMar DeRozan, um, sorry, I don't remember his number right now. He's like 81 or something. Um, underrated. And I think DeMar DeRozan has been underrated for most of his career. Not a three-point shooter, but very, very efficient two-point shooter. Uh, had a lot of great player friends with Toronto. You know, they traded him for Kawhi, and, you know, you could say that won them a championship. So it was, it was a good decision and a good trade, but... The fact that DeMar was a key player in a Kawhi Leonard trade shows how much he, you know, was respected in the league. Uh, I know my boys from Toronto are going to agree that uh, DeMar is rated too low. I would probably put him, you know, high 60s. So, you know, he's probably about 15 points off from where he should be, in my opinion. Yeah, when you told me where he was, I didn't believe it. Like, I had to double-check, and then I, when I double-checked, DeMar tweeted something, like a clown emoji tagging ESPN. <laughs> uh, and... I think that's super low. Like people, there's a lot of rumors about him going to the Lakers, and I think the Lakers really? made yeah, the Lakers made the right move not getting him because I don't think he fits in with their team. Like it would have been Demar over Schroeder, they would have got Demar and not Dennis Schroeder. But if Demar went to the Lakers, people would have been hyping him up like crazy. Yep, if he true. went to the Lakers and yep. he plays in a smaller market on a not so fun to watch team, and the team's not that good now, so I, I think that's why he's this low. But He'll, he'll be higher than this next year, I think. All right. What's your next take? Uh, Michael Porter Jr. A lot, of hot, a lot of hot people on Michael Porter Jr. right now. I don't think he's that good. He hasn't done anything in his career yet. Look, most improved player of the year could totally be his, depending on how much some of the other guys develop. Uh, he, there's a good chance that he gets most improved. But he's averaged, like last year, he played zero defense and averaged nine points a game. That's all he's done. He had a couple of big shots in the bubble where he got a bit of a, a stage, but he is their third option. Last year, sometimes he was their fourth option with Jeremy Grant. Now, I think Grant's absence does a lot for Porter, but you know Murray's going to develop a lot, and I think Jokic is going to develop a bit more too. So I don't know how much room there is for Porter to grow, but 51 is super, super high. Yep, I super actually high. I, I agree with you as well. I, I think we're on the same page here. Uh, my next guy, uh, Luka Doncic. I just I love the fact that Luka is rated number four. I, I honestly didn't think he would get this much love. So you don't think you should be higher or lower? You like four? No, I like four. I mean, you could debate one or two uh, spots uh, sway, but I, I love the fact that he is recognized as the future. Um, I think he's... You know, you talk about Zion and, you know, Luka and players like that that are going to be the face of the NBA over the next few years. Luka's amazing. Just watch some of his, his highlights, right? He's a guy who the game just plays at his pace. He slows the game down. He just makes stuff happen. Uh, he's fun to watch. Actually, the Mavs are just going to be a great team to watch over the next decade. They need another. They need a third, I think. Yep, and they'll get a third. They, it's, people are going to love playing with Luka. Yeah, I, I'm i glad Luca's high. We were actually watching the game when he hit that step back. Oh, my God. So we were watching it, and we had, like, my mom or whatever was outside. And when he hit it, 
we just about blew up. Like we went nuts. <laughs> she came running in, thought something happened, thought we dropped something. We love watching Luca. Yeah, so we made her sit down and watch it a couple times. Yeah, because yeah. we watched it a few times. It was times. awesome. It was awesome. And what he did in the playoffs, uh, similar to what Jimmy did, I think, with Porzingis out, with Bam out for Jimmy, they just carried their team offensively and even defensively. Luca isn't that terrible. He gets some slack defensively, but he's not that bad. He's pretty good. Listen, lots of Luca love. The truth is, I love Luca. Isaac loves Luca, and I'm glad that the uh, expert at uh, ESPN also loved Luca. He's the future of the NBA for sure. Yep. Now uh, I've got another one, another Boston player, Kemba Walker. I think where he is, he's 48. I think that's too low for Kemba. I think Kemba's a really, really good player. He has one of the toughest moves in modern basketball to stop. His step-back jumper, his legal step-back jumper. It's not yeah, a yeah, yeah. three-foot, uh, like, like one of Harden's. He has a legit step-back. But they have uh, Marcus Smart and Gordon Hayward, both higher than Kemba. I don't think that, like, I, like, I'm not a Boston fan, but I watch a lot of Boston basketball in the bubble. I, I thought Kemba was clearly their second best player and even their best player at times. So the fact that they have Hayward a few spots ahead of him and Smart, I think, is 11 spots ahead of him. Where's Jalen Brown? Jalen Brown's ahead of him, too. Jalen Brown is, uh, you can pull it up, but he's, he's second. They have uh, Tatum, Brown, Smart, Hayward, Kemba. Well, so when the game was on the line, you know who had the ball in their hands? Kemba. Kemba Walker. Yeah, so especially when Tatum's just, ice cold. Again, thinking about that, uh, I love Kemba. I've loved Kemba for years. And When Isaac and I would do road trips, what we would do is we would do uh, just snake drafts for NBA players. And I would always pick Kemba higher than Isaac thought I should. And I'm like, man, Kemba is just a gamer. He's been a gamer his entire career. College, pros. McCone, yeah. It's awesome. Yep. So Kemba, I think that's... Uh, way too low for Kemba. He's going to prove that he's better than Hayward this year when Hayward just loses in Charlotte. And Smart is going to cool down from three. I know he shot really efficiently from deep in the bubble especially. You know those numbers are going to go down. And I think Kemba's numbers will go up. So give me Kemba uh, to improve on what he, what they have him at. Okay, I agree. Uh, so NBA's... Uh Top 100 players going to the 2021 season. There's our little uh, podcast uh, just on this one topic. Isaac's got a little bit of news that he would like to share with everybody. Before we get into the news, we got one more name that I want to talk about. Okay. He's, his jersey's hanging. We got to talk about him. Tyler Hero. Okay. So they have him at 59. You can pull up who he's close to and who he's behind. A lot of people are saying this is too high for Hero. 59 is a really high number. But if you look at... Covington, Bogdanovich, Warren, Love. If you look at the guys that are there behind him and ahead of him, right? So they have Alonzo Ball ahead of Hero. Yeah, Christian Wood is ahead of Hero. Uh, no way. Zach Levine. That's a decent debate. Tobias Harris. You know, Tobias has slid a little bit in the last couple of years, so I wouldn't put... Uh, uh, I'd put Tyler ahead of Tobias Harris. Goran Dragic. Uh, he's a Miami guy, so I, I don't know your thoughts. So actually... so. Dragic and Hero right next to each other. They're close. And then look, if you look at it, just go to like the early 50s. Look at who's ahead of Hero. Yeah. Go down. Nurkic, Aiton, Michael Porter. I just don't think, right? Sabonis. Sabonis. Is Hero better than Sabonis? I know Sabonis was an all-star, but if you watch Sabonis play, like, he's really not that good. Especially yeah, Dinwiddie, I think, is better. But 59 sounds high. But if you look at 
who he's ahead of, who he's behind. I don't think it's ridiculous. Yeah, it, he'll be a fun guy to watch over the next couple of years to see how much he develops. What What is his ceiling? Right? He might is be he the guy, sixth man. Yeah, is he a guy who makes an all-star team or two? That's probably his ceiling. I don't think he's a perennial all-star. I don't think he has that much skill. But either way, lots of fun to watch. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, merch. We kind of mentioned it a couple episodes ago. We are working on it. We will take orders now. So what we have coming, we have uh, black crewnecks, and then we have toques coming. Toques with uh, pom-poms and no pom-poms. So those are options. Crewnecks uh, of any size, you can message our Instagram account. That's the truth with T and I. You can message that and say your size and um, prices and all that. We'll post up on the Instagram account. We'll mention it on the, on the podcast later. But it is working. We are going to get merch coming, so stay tuned for that. We'll be rocking it on the show for sure. Good stocking stuffer, especially those toques. So uh, with that down, Dad, you want to close things off? Thanks very much. We appreciate uh, the love. Again, you can follow us on uh, everything that Isaac hooks us up because Isaac does all the work. And all I do is uh, do a little bit of show prep and talk for a little bit. So, Isaac, where can you watch us? YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Apple Pod. Podcast. Yeah, Any of those, tell your friends. We hope to see you again soon. Have a good night.